Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast with your hosts, physical therapists, Dr. Michael Gorman and Dr. Lauren Bennett. This podcast will discuss a variety of health-related topics focused on educating the aging adult, allowing for an active lifestyle no matter the age. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. I am your host, uh, Dr. Michael Gorman. Today, we've given Dr. Lauren Bennett a day off, so it's just me going solo. But today, Healthy Habits for Active Aging audience, you're in for a real treat today because today I have a good friend of mine and a fellow private practice owner. His name is Dr. Dave Kittle. Uh, Dave owns a... um, a mobile practice in New York City, which we'll talk about in a minute. But our what we're going to be talking about today is home self-treatment tips. So what what do you do when you have that that pain in your back? And maybe it's a Sunday and maybe you can't get in to see your favorite physical therapist. You got to do something. What, what are you going to do? What about if you have that pain on the bottom of your foot and you think maybe it may be plantar fasciitis or something like that? And you have no way to get in to seek treatment, so you've got to do something at home. So today, Dave, I'm so blessed that he's joined us. He's going to be here to tell us his favorite home self-treatment tips. And before I let Dave start talking, um, this would be a great episode for you to hop over on our YouTube channel, the iMove PT YouTube channel, because Dave is going to actually demonstrate some of these self-treatment tips. So please be a good time to hop over to that. Um, but Dave, welcome. Dr. Mike, thank you so much for having me. I look forward to uh, providing, hopefully, some value for your audience. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you will. So just so everyone knows, uh, I've known Dr. Kittle for, oh, approximately a year. He has a fantastic <clears throat> podcast of his own, and I was invited to be a guest, and we've just become great friends, and he shared some great knowledge with me. So I'm grateful he's here. But Dave, if you could tell our audience just a little bit about yourself and then uh, your practice, Concierge Pain Relief in New York. Sure. So uh, I'm a licensed physical therapist in New York City, originally from New Jersey, went to uh, physical therapy school, got my doctorate of physical therapy degree at uh, University of the Sciences in Philadelphia, uh, and now live in Brooklyn, New York. And we have the mobile practice, concierge pain relief, like you mentioned, and we travel to our patients and clients, and they don't necessarily have to be uh, home health or homebound patients. They're oftentimes uh, busy executives or, or busy professionals. Uh, so it could even be someone, you know, if I lived in St. Louis, it could be someone like uh, Dr. Mike Gorman, who uh, is very busy and wants someone to come to them. They could be in their 40s or 50s. Uh, they don't have to be retired or, or homebound. And so we have a very uh, active uh, client and, and patient list. And uh, that's what we do. That's the the community that we serve here in the New York City area. And, uh, Dave, uh, you're not, uh, uh, let me cut you off. You're not planning on moving to St. expanding into St. Louis. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying that you're a type of busy professional, that time is your biggest asset, right? Most likely. And so for our busy clients in New York City, they oftentimes don't want to go. They do not want to go to an office or they don't have the time. So if there's other people listening where other, you know, you have your physical therapist in other metros and other places around the city, they don't have to be, the patients and the clients do not have to be homebound. They don't have to um, have some major medical condition or come off of a, a surgery or something just to have one of us, our style of physical therapy, come to them, come to their home uh, or even their home. So I just wanted to get a little bit of a background to 
the dynamic of our clientele and the setting. Well, amen. Because Dave, if you move your practice to St. Louis, you might put I move PT out of business. So I am very happy <laughs> no, 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 to stay no. on the East Coast. And, <laughs> and I do, I want to ask you a question. Why are the bagels in New York City so good? Apparently it's the water, the water that comes from upstate New York, uh, like in the mountains and, and all that. That's apparently uh, why. And that's uh, kind of goat blends into why the pizza is so good here. Um, I think it is also with the ingredients, whether it's the pizza or the bagels, I think it's the, the quality, maybe they spend more on the ingredients. Um, but apparently it's the water. And yeah, if you have bagels anywhere else, Dunkin' Donuts bagels, are, it's not even close. But if you come to Brooklyn, you come to Manhattan, New York City, um, it's just a different bagel. I, I don't know how to explain it. And I didn't believe it when I was younger. But when I moved here, I became a believer. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm glad you answered that question. All right. Well, we'll we'll let's try to stick to our topic here. All right. So I'm going to um, ask you some questions. So I want to know your favorite self home treatment tip for if you have neck or back pain. Sure. Uh, let's start with neck pain. So first of all, these are insider secrets. These are insider physical therapy secrets. I'm a physical therapist. This is how I would treat myself. And what I'm going to review right here is typically. Um, what typically works for me, now you're watching and listening, it might be a little bit different for you. I will typically try to go based on what's most efficient, uh, also meaning the safest and, and not anything that's super aggressive. So if you're listening to this, if you watch this on the YouTube channel, you could try some of these things. If some of these things do not work, then regardless of where you're at, whether you're in St. Louis, you contact Dr. Mike and I move. If you're in New York City, you contact myself or one of our competitors or one of Dr. Mike's competitors. We would probably prefer that you seek out a licensed physical therapist, even if it's not us, uh, before you do things like pain meds that have side effects or you know, injections, invasive injections or risky surgery. So I just wanted to preface that right there. So with neck pain, the first thing I would do if I'm locked up or jammed up, I wake up in the morning, maybe I slept wrong. And if I can't turn my head left or right, or I have problems looking down, pain or stiffness looking down, um, the very first common thing is I'm going to try, again, if you're watching on the video, I'm going to try to do some chin tucks. I Ideally, I'm going to sit all the way back in a chair, so I'm going to have my back supported, and I'm going to just create a double chin, so I can use my fingers to kind of guide myself, and I'm going straight backwards. I'm going to show you from the side here, going straight back. Now, you have to do 10, 20, sometimes 30 movements at a time to see if it's actually going to loosen up. If it feels worse as you do it, you stop. You're going to try something different or you contact one of your local doctors of physical therapy. Now, that's the first thing. Now, if you're really jammed up with your neck, if you wake up and it's really stiff and painful, if that doesn't help, the next thing that helps me is that I will lay down on a carpeted floor or my yoga mat with carpet, not a hardwood floor, but not a bed because the bed's too soft. I'm going to grab one of my foam rollers. Now, this one's a little more aggressive. This one has like these rubber you know, knobs or nodules. And if this is too aggressive for you, then you just grab one of the regular foam rollers, okay? I'm not a huge fan of actually foam rolling, but what I will do is lying down on the ground. I'm gonna put this right behind my head. So imagine as you're watching me, if I'm lying on my back. So now everything is flat, except now my head is pushed forward, right? Because I'm, I'm lying on the ground and this is in the curve of my neck. So as I'm on this foam roller, what I would do lying down, everything is relaxed, and I'm going to rotate my head side to side like this, gently. I'm going to, I'm not going to force it. 
I'm gonna I'm lying here on my back and I'm just going side to side. So the weight of my head is sitting on the foam roller and I'm just introducing a little bit of rotation. It's kind of like a combination of rotation and side bending, but this will help typically loosen me up. If you wake up in the morning with stiffness and pain and you can't turn side to side, and that's important even for Dr. Mike Gorman or you watching, because if you're going to go to work and drive in your car, you need your head to be able to turn left and right to check traffic for you to enter an intersection, right? Or, right. or any, any other type of movement. So right off the right off the bat, chin tucks, foam roller. If you have a, a higher, if you're a little uh, have a higher, the pain threshold, then you would grab something like this one, and it has the nodules. Now I like this one even better because I can find little spots in the back of my neck, that, that little without getting too medical terminology on you. A little um, like some hospital pressure, I can get those nodules, and I can. For me, it's a little more effective, but if someone has a lot of pain or discomfort or a, a headache or a migraine or something, that might be too aggressive. So then again, you would just use a regular foam roller. And I think that is one of the best ways to use a foam roller, but you're not foam rolling. You're just on it and you're just rolling your head side to side. What do, what do you think, Dr. Mike? Oh, I agree, but I think you just stuck a tire beat behind your neck. What was that thing, Dave? You could, you might be able to kill somebody with that foam yeah, roller. This, the, you know, you know the company uh, oh, OPTP. I do uh, foam roller. Uh, this is the this is the Rumble Roller. I get nothing. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to drop any links. I don't get any affiliate commission or anything. Uh, that that's not how we make our money here. So uh, RumbleRoller.com. If you're interested, this again, this is a lot more aggressive. Again, if you're watching on the uh, the YouTube video, it's something that you kind of have to work up into over time. If you're going to use that for like your mid back, or if you're going to use that to foam roll like your your hamstrings or your calves or whatever. So if yeah. you have a regular foam roller, that should work. I agree. I, I would just make sure we tell everyone that when you're uh, treating yourself at home, um, what what uh, Dr. Kittle's telling you is so, so true, but make sure you don't increase your, your, your pain. As you're doing the, these motions, you're doing these self-treatment tips, we need to make sure that we're keeping things as pain-free as we can, because if you push through pain, um, inflammation is going to probably increase even more so just be careful with it and and should i interject interject either now or at the end of the talk when you're going to you know someone who's watching or listening they're going to try some home techniques some home treatment stuff they're going to try to they're going to try to resolve it or ease it on their own should we talk now or at the end as to my belief as to when they should try that what how many how long and then when would be the appropriate time to call a, a doctor of physical therapy like yourself or your team or, or my team. Yeah, no, I think we, we had to talk about it now. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay, great. So my, my personal suggestion, this is what I would tell my patients, clients. This is what I would tell, this is what I do tell my family. So if you have an issue that's of moderate or significant intensity of pain, so on the zero to 10 scale, if it's, you know, four or five out of 10 or above, and you are dealing with it for two or three weeks, almost consecutively, or it could be on and off, but it in a two or three week period of time, if you have something, neck pain, back pain, whatever, and it pops up every couple of days, or you have it for five to seven days in a row, this is when you would try some of these home techniques. But when you get to the two or three week mark, at that point, I would suggest that you contact a, a local doctor of physical therapy. It could be someone who does one-on-one -on -one visits. It could be someone who takes your insurance or not. It could be at an office, a brick and mortar office, 
Dr. Mike and I, we happen to just, we go to our patients and clients and you might not like that. You might want to go to a physical therapy office. That's fine. But at two or three weeks, the self-treatment techniques will obviously plateau. They're going to reach the point of, of uh, potential health. And at that point, you should seek professional assistance or, or, or physical therapy interventions uh, or treatment. And I know that many of my, my friends or, or family uh, don't, and they might wait two or three months, or in some cases, they've had some lingering issue for two or three years. And I understand not everyone is at the, they're not, not everyone is ready at that particular timeline. Mm -hmm. But the longer that you wait, the longer it's going to take to reverse it. It's like, you know, you can turn a speedboat, you can turn a speedboat around, back around very easily. But a very large boat, it takes a lot longer for you to reverse the course and to completely turn around a very large boat. So that analogy sometimes helps, but not everyone's going to be ready. But the suggestion would be try some of these home techniques for two or three weeks. And if it doesn't ease your, your situation, then it's not necessarily going to get better with time. That's what doctors and healthcare providers used to say 10, 20, yeah. 30 years ago. Just rest, ice, take some right. pain meds, and and uh, and time. You know, it'll go to it'll go away with time. And uh, you're you're agreeing with me, Doctor Mike? So, yeah, no, um, I think you're uh, I think you're absolutely right. I tell people that if you have pain that's there for a week, um, it's not going away. So you know, we all have aches or pains here or there. Um, especially as you get to be an aging adult like I am. You're not an aging adult, are you yet, Dr. <laughs> Kittle? You're not 50 yet, are you? I I, I have some, uh, uh, you know, experience and maturity in the profession, but I'm not, I don't have quite the wisdom that you have at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, I do. I tell um, everyone that if it's there for a week, you need to seek help because if you have pain that's there for a week straight, it's not going away. But I do like your... Um, what, what you said about if you're doing these self-treatment tips, I think two to three weeks, yeah, if it's not going away or you're not making the kind of progress you need, then you you need to seek uh, more formal care. Awesome. All right. Well, let's hop uh, anything for the lower back. What what type of uh, self-treatment tip or tips do you have? Sure. So my number one, uh, without going uh, all the way down, it would be the, the prone press up. So what I would do is I'm going to lay on my belly. I'm going to lay flat again on a carpeted floor or a yoga mat. You can do this on your bed if you're like in a lot of pain, um, but you could just, you know, you could just go on YouTube or Google uh, prone press up or McKenzie press up, something like that. Uh, it's not for everyone. It really depends on your situation. Obviously, mm -hmm. this helps only some back conditions, but not all. And if you have stenosis, it's actually the wrong movement, but that's a whole other thing. So this is just, if someone has, let's say a sports injury, they played, you know, basketball or baseball yesterday, if they were playing pickleball or golf or something, and it feels like, uh, like a muscle spasm or stiffness or tightness or discomfort, uh, oftentimes, um, if there's some sciatica, so if you have some numbness or tingling into your buttock or your leg, that's obviously a little bit more involved. So you would want to seek a licensed physical therapist. But for me, if I have some back pain or discomfort, I want to be mindful of what, like, what causes my pain, right? So if I just wake up with it, do I have pain constantly or do I only feel pain when I bend over to tie my shoes or if I cough or sneeze? You want to be mindful of, because these are the questions that Dr. Mike and I are going to ask you at an evaluation. Like, 
Do you have pain 24 seven, like every second of the day? And most of the time it's not. And what reproduces your pain? What, what turns on your pain or discomfort? Getting out of bed, uh, bending, lifting, twisting, coughing or sneezing, something like that. If that sounds like you, this oftentimes could help, which would be that prone press up. So you're gonna lay flat on your belly, almost like in a push up position. And you're gonna keep your waistline down. You're gonna keep your belt buckle, your waistline down on the ground. And then you just arch up. You're gonna press through your arms and you're gonna arch up your upper body off the ground. If it gives you pain each time you do it, then it's obviously not for you. And you need to seek a licensed physical therapist to help you. But that, that prone press up is that extension of arching your back that way is the opposite of like bad posture. We Everyone hunches over with texting, um, on our computers, we when we eat, we're lean, leaning forward. When we are um, getting dressed, whatever, whatever we do throughout our day, we bend so much forward and we never reverse the curve. So oftentimes that's what your back needs or, or may need. So that, that's my number one is the prone press up. All right, great. Um, and I think you brought up a good point. If you have sciatica, which is numbness tingling in the buttock and the leg, that's a much different situation than if you're having stiffness in your back. So just everyone be aware that when you have those symptoms, especially that go into extremity, leg or arm, uh, you have to be very, very careful because you, at that point in time, you have a nerve that is irritated and inflamed and we, we don't want to upset that nerve further. All right, good, good, good. Well, we're going to move on. Let's talk about the foot. I want to know what is your go-to, what do you tell your, your patient or a family member when they're having foot pain, let's just say a common foot issue is plantar fasciitis, which is pain on the most times on the bottom of the foot. Sure. So first thing I usually ask them is, um, have you had any increase in activity recently? Like, did you just play pickleball yesterday for two hours for the first time ever? Like, usually that'll be the culprit. Or, you know, did they do some uh, exceedingly new activity, volume of activity on their feet? Maybe they were, they were at a... Um, like a, a farmer's market or something for a couple hours and they were up and down or they were volunteering somewhere. So they were up and down on their feet throughout most of the day. If that helps, because if they can pace themselves back for the past week or two, oftentimes there's going to be some outlier event that they were not, they, their feet, the plantar fascia, the plantar fascia and the weight bearing structures of the foot and the arch may not have been ready for that. Right. Now that's that's the first thing. Second thing would be if they say no to that, uh second thing would be have you changed your footwear, your have you changed shoes recently? Have you, you know, did you have an event in the past week or two where you had to wear high heels or you did wear high heels or did you wear new sandals, maybe lower than usual that your foot was not used to? And oftentimes it's going to be one of those two things. So if the footwear is consistent, if the footwear has been the same over the past week or two, Usually it's going to be some outlier event where they did something, a lot of walking, a lot of standing. They were waiting in line somewhere at Disney or, or you know, Six Flags Great Adventure, something like that, uh, where their foot and the structures of their foot, the muscles around the arch were not ready for that amount of load over that amount of time. Regardless of whatever caused it, though, that's that's your we're talking about here, which is what can I do for it? So what I do is. I will grab a lacrosse ball. So this is like a firm rubber ball. Now, if you, again, if you are sensitive, 
you will grab something like a tennis ball, something that's softer. And on the bottom, you're going to, you know, first you're going to, first you're going to do it sitting. You're going to sit down. You're going to put this ball on the ground. And this is, I'm going to show as my foot, even though it's my hand, you're going to place your foot on it and you can kind of do multi-directional movements with your foot going back, back and forth, forward and back, side to side, circles, clockwise, counterclockwise, helping to kind of just provide some blood flow, some mobilization to the plantar fascia, helping to provide just some gentle uh, pressure and some decompression to that soft tissue on the bottom of your foot. Now, if it, again, you're going to get to that heel. And if it's painful, because there's a there's a little less, um, there's a lot of padding at the heel, but oftentimes where the plantar fascia inserts or, or starts on the heel, that's oftentimes the, the most uh, centralized place of inflammation or pain. So again, if that's uncomfortable, then maybe stay closer to the midfoot or your toes. Over time, you go from a tennis ball, which is a little squishy and soft. After a tennis ball, you go to a lacrosse ball. And if you increase your tolerance over time, then this would be, you know, weeks to months, if not years over time, you would use or you could use a golf ball, which now is even more, you know, this, the, the lacrosse ball gives a little bit, the golf ball does not, it's, it's, it's unforgiving. So you will do that also seated and kind of get used to that. This, this actually, this golf ball rolling my feet with it intermittently, you know, every couple of weeks or every couple of months. If I do it too long, I will be sore the next day or two, which yeah. means, and I've built up over my tolerance over time. So if someone goes to a golf ball too soon, it could actually worsen their symptoms. Uh, so we obviously don't want that. You have to start very slowly. Um, start with those things, tennis ball, then a lacrosse ball, then a golf ball. But if you have pain with walking in your arch and your foot and it's not going away and you're, you've tried things like uh, rolling your foot, uh, rolling a frozen water bottle, you've tried stretching out your calves, things like that, then it, at that point, you, eventually we would say, you know, contact a licensed physical therapist that evaluate and treat your plantar fascia, your plantar fasciitis, and they, and find the root cause of your issue. Sometimes right. it's a weak muscle in the arch. Sometimes it's you're pronating or supinating your foot too much. Sometimes it is tight calves, but sometimes it's not tight calves. So there's a whole host of things uh, sometimes it could be hip weakness and, and other things up the chain, up the leg that are causing it. So that's why the home treatments are good. But if they if it doesn't go away, then oftentimes you need an expert or a, a specialist, a movement specialist, such as a licensed physical therapist, to find the root cause of that issue. And how long, uh, Dave, would you say when someone's going to do this rolling? Do you have them do it for like a minute or two or 10 minutes or what? what's your guidelines? Uh, I would just, yeah, I would start with, the first time, if you've never done it before, for about a minute or two, set a, a timer on your phone. And again, you're going to start with a tennis ball, or maybe it's like a dog toy that's like, again, softer, something that's round, some uh, a ball that you use with your dog. It's, it's got to be, you have to start soft and, and see how you feel the next day or two, making sure that you're not more sore than you were prior to starting it. So start with a minute or two, set a timer, because if you don't set a timer, next thing you know, You've been doing it, you know, for five or 10 minutes, and then you might be too sore the next couple of days and, and be even more uncomfortable. So start with a little bit and you have to kind of increase the progression over time. Right. I oftentimes will tell people as well uh, to use a frozen water bottle. That can be good to roll underneath there, especially if they're having a lot of pain. If they like ice, some people hate ice, but I, I found yeah. a frozen water bottle rolling that 
is helpful as well. Great. Those are great tips and plantar fasciitis. Wow, it's so common. All right. Uh, let's see. I want to do my last question uh, area is for you is, okay, so you have shoulder or arm or hand pain. What do you like to use for that? Uh, just because I've been doing this recently with baseball. So I play weekend baseball. I played baseball in college. I will take the same lacrosse ball. You know, Dave, I, will... I, I was going to tell you, based upon the the the, the guns that you have, occasionally when you <laughs> raise your arm up, I see some biceps. Oh, my gosh. That right there is worth you guys going to our YouTube channel right now. We are probably 20 minutes in. Go to 20 minutes in so you can see Dr. Dave Kittle flexing his guns. Unbelievable. I'm not talking about the guns he has on the wall behind him. I'm talking about his arms. That is absolutely amazing. Okay, so anyway, I know you're you were a D2 baseball player for four years, and you're a captain because I did look at your website before I hopped on. Um, and um, but anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. So you take it from here. Shoulder. There's a there's a million things that we can do for shoulder. The easiest thing for me to show you is what's working for me recently. With, throw, with excessive throwing the back of my shoulder, which there's actually, there's the four rotator cuff tendons and four rotator cuff muscles, but there's a few spots in the back of the shoulder. What I will do is I will grab the lacrosse ball. You watching or listening, you probably want to start with the tennis ball first, then you can go and progress to something uh, more firm. What I do, I, I take this, I go and lean up, see if I can do it with the chair here. I will lean against a wall a wall or a closed door. If you're going to do it on a door, make sure the door is all the way closed firmly, uh, but a wall is best. It also typically, um, it does not mess up the paint on, on a wall. So if you're doing this at home, you get that lacrosse ball and then I can do movements like this. I can, again, we don't want to do a lot of passive. Like we know that active approaches help people and get people better sooner. So I can roll side to side like this on the, I'm pressing that lacrosse ball just gently against the wall. And I'm getting the back of my shoulder and I will find some hot spots. And once you find some hot spots, you kind of want to just ease in and out of it. So you can go side to side. You can do some movements like this. You can do some internal, external rotation of your shoulder. You can come across your body like this. And with that, as you do it, again, you're going to find some hot spots, some tender spots. Like I call them hot spots, but tender spots uh, where once you find them, you know, kind of stay on it for 20, 30 seconds and then shift to a different position. And then, then you want to recheck your motion. So then you want to, you know, reach up, reach across. And typically if you check your motion first and then do this for a minute or two, then recheck your movements. Oftentimes you will have a little bit more range of motion or feel a little looser. And if not, then you contact Dr. Mike or I. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, no, I think that that's awesome. I, 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 everything you're saying makes me again, think that we can't ignore pain. We have to address it. We have to treat it. We have to move because we know that active movement is the most incredible thing for our bodies. We know the body starts to break down when it doesn't get enough uh, physical stress placed on. We know we don't want to overstress it. You know, there's that fine line. Um, but everything you're, you're saying, again, just uh, reinforces what we've been talking about on this podcast for, for the last year is that um, our bodies are meant to move. But your 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 treatment tips are great so i again i think that doing these for probably two weeks if they help great if they take care of your pain great if not as dr kittle continues to say seek out a licensed physical therapist so that we can help you but we always have to start with doing the evaluation first we we're telling you self-treatment tips but please understand that 
um, it's best to have an evaluation done because you could be having, you could be rolling on your shoulder like uh, Dave just showed us and you could be doing that for weeks. But if the pain is coming from an irritation in your neck, maybe uh, maybe you've got a bulging disc in your neck and you're rolling that shoulder back and forth. If you're doing that for a week or two and it's not getting better, that's probably a clue that there's an, something else that's causing that muscle to form a trigger point or to tighten up or to spasm. So um, again, do these things for two or three weeks, but please seek care. And, you know, I think there's certain things that a patient should hate to say that, but they should maybe bypass us and go straight to their physician, such as if you, if you, if you have back pain and you've lost bowel and bladder control, if your legs are going numb, if your arms are going numb, completely numb, if the, if your symptoms are there 24 seven and not changing, we want you to understand that you need to contact your primary care physician to really address those, those things. But all right, Dave, so you've, you you've done great. I want to know. I ask I ask every guest, what is your mantra? What words do you live by each and every day? Oh, uh, well, for me, it's my health and wellness comes first. If I don't have my health and wellness, I can't uh, be there for my family, my friends. I can't be there for my team members, my employees. Mm -hmm. um, that is number one. Uh, and I think sometimes folks can be a little uh, a little more focused on helping others or, or doing other things and, and being saying that they're busy or maybe they are actually busy with work and activities and uh, volunteering or helping other people. Uh, but you have to focus on yourself. I, I think it, I mean, without it being overly selfish, um, there has to be a focus on your health and wellness. That's kind of why I jumped on this call and we're talking about this and these home you know therapy or home treatment ideas that I do. Um, my health and wellness is vital for me. That comes first and then it's, you know, family, friends, uh, everything else. And so if I don't have my health and wellness, I, don't, I can't be there for anyone else. Absolutely. I think, you know, that's so true. If, if we don't have the energy within our body, we can't give that energy to anybody else. So you have to take care of yourself first. And that includes, you know, getting proper rest, um, getting, um, a, you know, eating a pro proper diet so you can fuel your, your body. So that's awesome. Well, all right. So how can people um, in New York and then when you expand into St. Louis, Missouri uh, <laughs> and you shut me down, um, how can people, what's the best way to get in touch with you, Dr. Kittle? Uh, they can go to conciergepainrelief.com or you can uh, Google concierge pain relief or if you Google home physical therapy, New York City, uh, we're going to pop up either uh, with our Google Maps or blog or ads or, you know, organic listing or something. So if you uh, if you Google home physical therapy, New York City or home physical therapy, Manhattan or Brooklyn, something like that will pop up. Uh, or you can go to our website, conciergepainrelief.com. Uh, click around, check out our reviews, uh, see if it's right for you. And then you call us 24-7. Uh, we typically will have the phone answered uh, any time of the day. And we'll go from there in regards to then uh, calling you back for speaking like myself or one of my team members, where you'll actually be able to speak to a specialist, a doctor of physical therapy, before making the decision to actually proceed forward or schedule an evaluation. Uh, so that's where they can find us. 
Well, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, sharing your knowledge and your expertise with the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast uh, community. Uh, I can't wait to be a guest again uh, for the third time on your podcast. Yes, maybe, anytime. Maybe like uh, the third time, do I get a jacket or somehow? You know how when you're a guest on Saturday Night Live for five yeah, times, you, you get a jacket? I, I think I think that's an order. I think you're right. <laughs> anyway, well, th thank you again for, for your time. Uh, thank you to our audience for giving us 30 minutes of your week. If you have any questions for Dr. Kittle, for myself, please email me at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. And uh, please come back. Our next podcast will be in two weeks and we'll have another great interview. And I am grateful for you all. So Dave, again, thank you for your time. Have a great time. Enjoy all those bagels in New York City, and we will catch up soon. Have a great day. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. If you have any questions for Dr. Gorman or Dr. Bennett, please send an email to info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. To learn more about healthy aging, visit our website at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Like what you hear? Be sure to rate and subscribe. See you next week.